Hello, and welcome to the Artist Pivot Podcast. My name is Ayana Major Bay, and well, I'm your host. I am on a mission to educate, empower, and celebrate artists so they have no option but to thrive. This is a weekly conversation with artists about their current pivot, past pivots, and every pivot in between that I hope will remind other creatives that we innately have it in us to reevaluate and adapt. When I'm not podcasting, my world is full of voiceovers, musical theater, mentoring, travel, and some cooking and baking. But enough about me. Let's get on with the show. On this episode, I am joined by singer-songwriter and performing artist Lee Anderson. Born in Washington, D.C., raised in South Carolina, now residing in New York, Lee's goal is to conquer the music industry note after note. Categorized as R&B soul, it is without a doubt that Lee Anderson has what the music industry has been waiting for. Through her own rhythm and blues, Lee aims to create an intimate connection between herself and anyone who comes into contact with her fluid soprano sound. Versatile, she can be acoustic, with a piano, supplemented with tracks, or with her four-piece band. No matter the setup, Lee is always equipped with a flute, which was handed down by her mother. Lee is a member of Actors' Equity Association, and some of her favorite past performances include Hair, Little Shop of Horrors, Ragtime, and Smokey Joe's Cafe. Now a staple of New York's live music scene, Lee has played venues from the Apollo, Rockwood Music Hall, Joe's Pub at the Public Theater, the Duplex, Dwayne Park, as well as the Make Music NYC, just to name a few. In March 2019, Lee independently released her first album, entitled Pronounced Lee Deluxe. Her LP was recorded and mastered by Grammy-nominated and recipient of 16 Billboard Awards, Dee Moet. Lee is also a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority, Incorporated. We discuss how growing up in the 90s taught us we can do anything, taking this time during a pandemic to heal through the arts, and how artists should take their heads out of the sand and live full lives outside of their craft. Here's our conversation. All right, y'all. So on this episode, I am so excited to say that I have with me the one and only Miss Lee Anderson. Hey, Lee. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Good morning. <laughs> I am good. Good morning to you. I am doing well this morning, sis. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. <laughs> good. I love good, good, um good. I love mornings. I love Mondays. I love new moon energy. So I'm feeling all of that today. <laughs> I love it. I'm here for it. Yes. I'm here for it. And also, y'all, in our little pre-conversation, we were talking about how we were twinning today. So like we both have <laughs> braids right now. We're both like sitting with our glasses and our coffee while we record this. So <laughs> I'm kind of here for it. <laughs> it's like a virtual slumber party. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm here for that virtual slumber party. We should actually do one though. Like we're having one right now, but we should also plan another one. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> okay, great. Great. Okay. Um, <laughs> but what I'd like to start off with, which might throw you a little bit, but I'm kind of excited, so I'm going to do it anyway. So, Lee, if I texted you right now to ask you how you were feeling, but you had to reply in emojis only, mm. what emojis would you send me? Um, <laughs> <laughs> the rose emoji... The sun emoji, mm -hmm. um, a bird. Mm -hmm. If there is a bird, the, like the bird that's in the shell. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the um sign. Ooh, And then, okay. yeah, I think that would be it. <laughs> Sounds good. I love it. I'm here for all of those emojis. 
<laughs> Yay. Amazing. Um, but welcome. Thank you Thank for coming you. on the show. And we're going to we're going to dive right in. And I would like to take our listeners back to your career before the pandemic. And mm-hmm. yes, we've now been in this for which is crazy, almost what a year and a half now. And mm-hmm. so I I kind of hate to say your career before the pandemic because this is we're in present time now. Like we're in the present. This is what is happening. Yeah. Um but yeah, give me a little bit of your career before before the industry was turned upside down. Yeah, I guess it's necessary to say before because it is drastically different. Mm-hmm. Um but I was living my best life as a singer-songwriter. I just released a um, 14-song EP in 2019. So I was doing a lot of shows. I was doing a lot of promotion and just trying to get the word out for the album. Um, Mm -hmm. I had a lot of shows in other states, and I was trying to book even more shows for 2020. So I was going to do more shows um, in other states. I had something booked for... Oh my gosh, I can't even remember the states because it was just so long ago. But mm-hmm. I had them booked and just lined up for um for three shows outside of New York City. And so I just wanted to like continue to build and um get my music out. Um I was busking every day, so I was literally promoting my album on the train. Um and I just became SAG. So I was also getting like featured roles in television and just trying to like um find my footwork and get agents and things of that sort. Um, But when, and even when, when Broadway shut down, I was on set (laughs) and I had a Lion King audition the next day. Were you going to go, you probably were going to go to the, um, to the, um, the Broadway open call for Lion King the next day and everything just shut down and got canceled Mm -hmm. Uh, within that week. Same thing happens to my shows. Like they were like, I'm so sorry, but um, we could pay you a hundred dollars, but we're not doing shows right now. Mm-hmm. And so everything pretty much shut down for me abruptly within a week. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, where's my money? Mm-hmm. And I definitely didn't want to um, perform on the train either before mm-hmm. I, um, I was about to go out one day and I was like, let me just ask another singer what's going on mm-hmm. and how she's feeling. And the other singer said, I texted her and she said, girl, I got COVID. Um, it's horrible. And I got it from singing on the train. So mm. <laughs> I, it, it, it was kind of hard and it just made me realize this stuff is real and I'm just going to stay at home for a second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and things Understood. are going to be really different. <laughs> but right. I was trying to be like a, min- a Lily, a mini Beyonce on a low scale out here. And then it just came. <laughs> I ended up being like the little chick in the yes. shell, like just waiting around. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Listen, come on with your Beyonce tour. I'm here for it, Lee. Okay. <laughs> I was Listen, your own tour. I'm, yes, so Mm -hmm. excited for you. But one thing I do want to bring up Mm -hmm. is you said busking. Is that correct? Yeah. So break that down for me. So busking, (laughs) um, it's, you know, when you're on the street and you see it's it's pretty much um, street performing on a musical scale. Mm -hmm. Um, You provide quality music for the person and if they appreciate it then they'll tip you and um that has been like 
my um, artist hustle for the mm-hmm. past four years. Like some, okay. I know some actors nanny, some wait tables, some teach, but mine mm-hmm. was um, being a light, a beam on the subway system, like singing yes. my original songs. And it was, it just um, worked out because I was able to, um, to have a part-time job as it. Mm-hmm. And then also um, get my music out, like get, mm-hmm authentic fans that will come to my shows and um, support my album and listen to my songs over and over and over again, which is what I always wanted in life in general. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes. Well, that's, that's great. Thank you. That, that was a teachable moment for me because I didn't <laughs> know that there, you know, was a, a name for all of the artists that are on the subway. Yeah. You yep. know, buskers. and you were one of them, <laughs> buskers. Yes. And you're right. You were a light on the subway <laughs> singing your original music. Thank you. Yes. And New Yorkers, they needed a light because I get on the train and it's like, girl. <laughs> what? Listen, if y'all, I know most of you listening have, have, um, have <laughs> been on a subway, but if you haven't, <laughs> if you are the lucky few who haven't been on a New York subway, Child, miserable is the word I think I'm going to use. When the, the space, the energy you enter when you go into a subway car, especially at rush hour, I think yeah. miserable is the word I'm going to use. <laughs> That's so funny. Right? But it was awesome because I could literally see people's energy change when I get on there and they're like, oh, it's her. And Aww. I love your music and people will literally like look up and their eyes will bright up and it'll just be something different. And I'll see my comments on my YouTube, like I saw you singing on the train and it just made my day better. And it it just really made me feel good about what I do and what I contribute to the city. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, and so with the shutdown, with... You know, going, okay, I'm not going to get on the subway no more. And, um, well, mm-hmm. I, my concerts have been canceled and my, you know, not going to this Broadway audition after the initial, sh- after the initial shock, excuse me, because we were all in shock. What then did you do to, you know, pick up the pieces and in essence pivot? Because we've always had to go, okay, well, that didn't work. So now what am I going to do? And so, yes, this was on a bigger scale, but what did you do? What did you say to yourself? And what did you then decide on to be like, okay, this is the new direction I'm going in? Well, after it was a month um, inside mm-hmm. <laughs> of not doing much, I realized that it was going to be more long-term, especially when the government starts just handing out $100 bills like randomly. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so this is going to be uh, something a little bit longer than what I anticipated. So that's when I started doing a little bit of inner work and mm-hmm. just thinking like when I can get back out there, what can I do to enhance my show? What can I do to enhance my performance? And so I started learning um, guitar. Mm-hmm. I went ahead and set up a whole home studio and began to learn how to record and mix my own vocals and also make beats so I could create and produce at home. I don't have to necessarily go to the studio like I used to. Um, the studio I used to record, I used to co- record with um, D. Moet and he lives in Teaneck. So mm-hmm. just going from Harlem to Teaneck really isn't that hard. But when you're thinking about... Um, 
the risk of giving COVID to somebody that is, you know, near and dear to you, you kind of just were like, okay, well, I'll just set this up at home and mm-hmm. I'll send you the vocals kind of situation. So um, I set, I set that up and I was able to release one song that I did completely in, you know, I wrote it at home and then I sent it to my friend Scott and he wrote it at home. Mm-hmm. And okay. by that time I was, um, I was tested and clear. So I did work with Demoet one time last year mm-hmm. on my song that I released this year on my birthday that mm-hmm. kind of like does tell my perspective of how I was feeling about COVID. So mm-hmm. um, anyway, I went off on a tangent, but I also did some inner work. Um, I did, I took a healing through the arts class. So I got a certification in that and just how to use music and art and acting and singing and dancing to promote healing that I think mm-hmm. would be useful in my songwriting and just being around other artists too. Um, so I did a lot of inner work and just trying to become a better person in general and um, I think that is going to just make make me a better person and then make the people that I interact with better as well because I have more light and more love and I'm just more open to give it. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> I love that. And speak a little bit more about that healing through the arts class. That That's great. Oh, yeah, it was it was great <laughs> and it was a free course on um corsier corsia mm-hmm. i don't really know Cor- exactly Coursera? is it what is it coursera coursera Cors- yeah. <laughs> i know exactly what you, yeah 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 i took a couple courses too yes okay it's some, it's yes. pronounced one of those ways <laughs> one of those ways <laughs> so yeah so um i took it and it was just it was nice it was a healing moment for me to like um, just some of the exercises that they did um, talked about like past trauma and how you could draw to get through it. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, wow, I haven't really, I even got a box of crayons and drew out my trauma. It just, it was just so, it was relieving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, cause I'm going to come out of this better and stronger. So yeah. And I, I started, um, I bought myself a guitar. So okay. I've been <laughs> playing my guitar mm-hmm. and I love it. Oh my gosh. I'm so mad that I didn't get one before because it's just like a piano, but I could walk around with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I warm up with it. Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> come look, on. <laughs> Multi use. I'm like such a nerd, but I love it. I love my guitar. And, yeah. um, and of course, um, just, um, practicing more with my flute I've played the flute since I was a little girl but mm-hmm. I'm I've really like um practiced a lot more with mm-hmm. my flute and writing more songs with my flute too so there's a lot of things just trying to make myself um stronger so I could perform better yes mm-hmm. I love it and she about to have a flute on this stage y'all <laughs> I'm here for it Lee I'm here for it <laughs> Yes, multifaceted singer, singer, songwriter, instruments, like, what can't you do? Don't answer that because there's nothing you can't do. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they tell the 90s kids. You can be anything you want to be if you grow up. Listen, okay? (laughs) Because you're a Toys R Us kid. Because you're a Toys R Us kid. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I heard that theme song the other day and I was singing at the top of my lungs in the bathroom. Oh my gosh. It's so, it really kind of shaped us though. I feel like it's, we're a different breed because of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Or even, 
And the pull-ups, too. I'm a big kid. Look what I can do. Yeah. Ah, yes. Yes. <laughs> so we were, we were singing that when we were, like, six, five, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we were like, look what I could do. I got my pull-ups on. And yeah. you can't tell me nothing. Hell no. <laughs> and I'll slime you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. But you're right. The 90s, like... They told us we could do anything, and we ran with it. <laughs> like, don't tell me that I could do anything and then turn around a couple years later and be like, no, you can't. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> but I can. <laughs> Toys R Us and pull-ups told me I could. <laughs> <laughs> basically, basically, they did. They did. Like, mm, so girl, you could do anything. Okay. You out here with your new studio. You got your guitar. (laughs) You got your flute. Yes. You about to be out here on the the stage by yourself. (laughs) I'm playing all of the instruments. I'm singing all of the songs (laughs) and all of my backup. Thank you. That would definitely make touring easier. (laughs) Uh Uh Because I only had to really pay for myself to get there. So that's another thing I was thinking. I was like, how could I travel far and effectively without with actually having like a return on my investments? Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yes. But I think that that this time has forced us to think about things like that. So the question I did want to ask was, you know, eventually the industry will open up right now. Mm -hmm. Presently, it is creeping at best <laughs> um, <laughs> we have one show on broadway <laughs> we have one right show now. on broadway y'all <laughs> everybody stay safe i hope it's a fully vaccinated company um i don't Girl. i don't know uh so. but there's a lot of brown people on the stage and i'm like oh i hope we're safe yes yes but girl. that's another yes. thing that's that's a whole nother that's a yeah that's a whole nother thing <laughs> um <laughs> but, <laughs> um but what i want to know is you know how your mindset has changed when it comes to how you're going to interact with the entertainment industry when we are you know fully back you know because you said mm-hmm. you worked on yourself and you're healing and so you know how is your mindset and your approach change towards the entertainment industry? Oh, wow. Well, I've always been wary and just up on my toes and um, just cautious about the environment that I'm in just because like as a singer songwriter especially if you look a certain way you're all you're sometimes sexualized or taken Mm -hmm. advantage of so I've always had my guard up in that regard Mm -hmm. but I've all but something different that's changed was um just just knowing my worth and knowing how Mm -hmm. to say no because Mm -hmm. I really can't say yes to everything because I'm not making enough money to say yes to everything Mm -hmm. (laughs) like I can't (laughs) I I just can't because it's just not there Um, so I can't always bring my full band I can't always have a media arts team with me I can't always have my glam squad I haven't worked with a makeup artist or a um, stylist since it started so Mm -hmm. I've been doing my own thing and it's just it's just kind of hard. So I'm thinking, um, thinking more of like how like not so much do it my own self, but kind of like doing my own self and mm-hmm. think smart and just realize that more is at stake right now. Like you don't really want to like 
put people that support you in a venue that isn't safe or around um, people that aren't going to fully provide a good show because I really just don't have time. (laughs) I'd rather spend the time and the energy and investing my small amount of income into making more music. Um, Mm -hmm. So I probably won't be doing as many shows as I used to anymore. I probably won't. But I'm going to be releasing a lot more music that actually reflects what's going on in the world today. Like I had um, my first song on my birthday that came out that Mm -hmm. pretty much depicted um, how I felt about um, having a birthday during COVID and how I didn't want to like not go out and dance and how... I like you can't even blow out your candles because that was spreading, you know, that could possibly mm-hmm. spread little water droplets on the whole cake. And then if you had COVID, everybody eat your cake, got COVID. So you can't even uh-huh. share your cake. And right. I, I'm the kind of person I used to give my cake away to like strangers, but I can't even do that anymore. And, um, mm-hmm. and so it's just like a little solemn ballad about that. I also um, wrote a song I just recorded in the studio um, that was inspired by Breonna Taylor's um murder and how sad and how we couldn't I feel like as musicians there wasn't a lot that we can do outside of March last Mm. summer to really reflect how we were feeling when we had so much um other power within our realms to do like I feel like artists we should have been out painting and and eventually we did see that we saw a lot of artists painting and Mm. singing and just um really spreading our frustrations um, on the streets <laughs> last mm-hmm. summer. So that song was how I was feeling about last summer. And um, with the two, um, the two things that were killing us, mm-hmm. not just one, but two. <laughs> right. So I just recorded right. that on vinyl. And I'm just going to continue to work on more songs that I think need to be reflected now and just have to be heard now. Like, there's so many, there's too many odes to like men and ooh, baby, baby, and I'm going to dance here on you. <laughs> mm, I kind of want to just <laughs> sing about what's going on and then release it right then because that's how you could create more positive vibes and more conversations between um, black and white people to kind of alleviate the friction that has created. And so we can live in more peace and more harmony and we could all be friends. And so that's what I want um, to do pretty much mm-hmm. and it goes beyond singing in front of like the people that have been there before me at a venue I just want to release music and messages to help heal and make our world better and yeah. so I'm, I'm I was born in DC and so um, I really want to um, contribute to the don't silence DC movement by releasing mm-hmm. a go-go song so that's going to be the next thing for me I'm I'm working on and I'm writing a go-go song. Yes. <laughs> Come on, go-go And it's just, oh, it just makes me, I don't know. It's something about go-go when I hear it. Because mm-hmm. not living in D.C., but being born there, it's just kind of like, I hear it and then all my childhood memories come back. Yeah. And then, like, I think about my cousins and being at my grandma's house. And I just get this, like, good feeling behind it. And I'm just like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> I don't know. I hear the Congos in my head and I just smile. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. yes. But um, so, yeah, that's going to be my next thing. And I'm Mm -hmm. excited to share that with you. Oh, yay. Oh, and I'm excited to listen. I'm here for it. (laughs) I'm here for it. Yes. Thank you for sharing. 
Thank Aww. you. Thank you. <laughs> and I just, and I can, I can like feel it coming from you. Like mm-hmm. you have, and, and this was long before COVID, like y'all, I've known her for years, but you yes. always have had a positive energy um, whenever I've seen you or been around you or been in the room with you. But it is Yay. that, like you said, you were like, wait a minute. I realized my, like my whole entire worth mm-hmm. during COVID. Like I knew a little bit of it before, but COVID <laughs> was like, no, sis, you have to realize the whole thing <laughs> so that when we return or not even return, when we continue forward in whatever way the industry will be, you can choose, like you said, to do what you want. Um, You know what? I'm going to say no to this show or I'm going to say <laughs> no to this particular event because it doesn't pay enough so that I can bring my band and bring my glam squad. So yeah. this is not going to work for me. Because if you can't, like, you can't, it's more than just me out here. Like, everybody got to work. I come with people that back me that need to eat, too. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's not just me. So, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And I think doing that as a collective as artists, no matter, you know, what medium you're in, Mm -hmm. that my artistry has worth and I'm not going to accept the, you know, show, especially especially let's talk about Broadway or not a Broadway, just just theater in general. Eight shows a week. You want to pay me. How much? Girl, <laughs> stop. Eight, you want me to do eight shows a week and you want to pay me these pennies? $324 after tax. <laughs> right. A you, week. And you want me to leave my apartment in New York? Right. To go do that. To go yeah. do that. <laughs> Y'all are tricked. You're tricked. See, now we can say that though because we've been like, wait, 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 wait. I've been accepting what? Okay, <laughs> hold on. Yeah. And it's sad because like the theaters that you worked in in like 2010, they're still paying the same rate. Like they haven't moved or changed or anything. They're still like tricking people straight out of college to come work with them for $200 mm-hmm. a week. Mm-hmm. You're like, dang, y'all ain't, y'all ain't stop yet. And right. I, I even think about it too. Like my first job, I'm sorry. I had such a great time. I, I loved it. But mm-hmm. we we I'm sure you've done this too. Like I feel like we all have. We all did the whole Lorraine and all shook up situation. Yes, I did. I sure. I <laughs> was actually. I was actually ensemble Lorraine Sylvia understudy and went on yeah. for Sylvia. Mm-hmm. Oh, you had that pretty song. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yes. Ooh. Dun, but we've all dun, done dun, that. Dun. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But when I think about, I was the youngest person in my my cast, but okay. I was getting paid the same amount as somebody that was. 25 35 and mm-hmm. played the the mayor like she was yeah. had to be like 65 we were all on the same rate Ooh. and i'm like dang so it doesn't and that that would put a perspective on me i was like so i'm fresh out of college and i'm getting paid the same amount as like this 35 year old guy that's has this beautiful voice and has been in new york and auditioning and hustling bustling like we're on the same rate like it, it was mm-hmm. it just made me go like wow Mm-hmm. That that can't be right. <laughs> There's something wrong there. Right. Something not right. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And now we're on the flip side of that. Yeah. That I look at the college students going like, mm, you probably shouldn't accept that. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. We had to learn that. We had to. Yeah. We had to learn that. But that's the thing. They're trying to still get like the 35s, the 65s, and the 45s all in that same rate. Right. That's the sad thing about it. Right. It is. And it's, 
it's not okay. It's not acceptable. It's not okay. And, <laughs> you know, I think everybody's going to have to come to their own terms with, yeah. wait, how much do you want to pay me? Mm, yeah, I'm not going to accept that. <laughs> I want to have gonna, kids gonna, one day. That's right. Work. I'd, I'd like to afford <laughs> children one day because <laughs> they're expensive. <laughs> yes, yes. So with that, I would actually like to ask you, um, what advice, what little nugget of wisdom would you have for our fellow artists who, you know, are... We're plugging along here. We're trying to continue our artistry in the world that is happening right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. My advice changes every day. Like, mm-hmm. I think initially, like, I would tell you, like, go off, be you, don't be humble, and live out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I, I want to specifically say to, like, artists and creators are um, don't keep your head in the sands thinking, um, this is what I want and this is what I'm going to do. And this is the only thing that I have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's so many things about life that contribute to creation. You have to live through certain things to be able to write about or sing about or act about um, things like walk down the street, um, apply for a job that you want to think that you would get. Um, mm-hmm. Just continue to like, live outside of the creative world so you can gain those personal experiences and write them out and make a movie about it later. That's what, um, that's what I would tell the kids today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. I love mm-hmm. that. Cause that's true. Yes. You don't know yeah. those things that are outside of the arts that are going to influence you, like live mm-hmm. a full life, a full well-rounded life. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then, like you said, you can write a movie about it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you can write a movie about it. There you go. You but write that's a it. Whole movie. A whole an entire movie. And you're gonna win an Oscar for it. I don't oh, know who yes. I'm speaking to right now, but somebody's gonna write a whole movie and you're gonna win an Oscar for it because you decided <laughs> to live a full life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah, but I think again, Lee, we had to learn that. Yes. You know, I can definitely say that I was in that mindset when I first got out of college of like, mm-hmm. no, this is what I'm doing and this is it. And everything is theater and blah, blah, blah. And then as yeah. the years went by, I was like, wait a minute. What else do I like? I like, <laughs> I like traveling. I like cooking. I like baking. Oh, I like clothes. Oh, I like decorating. Like, you know, finding all of those things that that inform your life on stage or right. on film or your music because if you didn't live, Lee, you couldn't write any songs. Right. You have nothing to sing about. No messages. It'll right. just be like, I warmed up today and I went to dance class. Yes. <laughs> I had a new monologue on the website. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how all your songs will sound like. Right. That's it. <laughs> Because that's all you do. That's all your songs going to sound like. But your songs don't sound like that, sis. <laughs> <laughs> they are beautiful and wonderful. And so is your voice. Thank you. And so much just, your voice. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. So before I let you go, um, mm-hmm. please tell the people where they can find you. Give me your website, your Instagram, your Snapchat, your Twitters. If you use any of those, tell me, tell me what you got. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can find me and everything that I'm doing on www.iamleeanderson. My name is spelled like T, so Lee, L-E-A, Anderson. Um, that's also my Instagram, I am Lee Anderson. And definitely subscribe and follow me on Spotify. That's where all my music is. And um, it's just easy to navigate through it. So I always plug Spotify. So just type in my name, Lee, L-E-A, Anderson. Yeah. And um, subscribe to my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Leanderson music. Yes. Don't worry. All of that will go in the show notes, everybody. So <laughs> you will get that. Just a little click. I'll, I'll put it all there for you. So no, no worries. Um, <laughs> yes. You. But Lee, thank you for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. And thank one you, more thing you. before I really actually let you go. And <laughs> <laughs> what I must, must say to you is that I acknowledge you. I celebrate you and I uplift you. Oh, same, sis. Same. Thank you. Thank Those you. are snaps, by the way. Snaps. I'm going to do it too. Snaps. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're so talented and I'm so happy that we've had this journey together. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Same here. <laughs> Lee, thank you so much for sharing. Please feel free to visit this episode's show notes for links to get in touch with my guest, as well as a link to rate and review my podcast on Podchaser. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, all you have to do is scroll down to the rate and review section. Make sure you hit the subscribe button if you haven't already and share this episode with at least one friend. Thank you for tuning in and I'll speak to you soon. <laughs>